0: From API, this is Energy Tomorrow Radio, your source for information and conversation about the most important energy issues of the day.
1: Welcome to Energy Tomorrow Radio. I'm your host, Jane Van Ryan. We're all familiar with phone number 911. We call it in times of emergency to summon help. But have you heard of 811? It's a number that can be called to prevent emergencies. And to explain this importance, we have Peter Lydiak, API's Pipeline Director, in the studio with us today. Welcome, Peter. Thanks, Jane. Glad you could come with us today to the studio. Tell us about the 811 phone number. Why was it developed?
0: The 811 uh, phone number was developed in. Uh conjunction with uh, underground utility operators that are members of an organization called the Common Ground Alliance. The Common Ground Alliance's uh, reason for being is to prevent damage to underground utilities and other uh, structures that provide services to people in the communities that we live in. And 811 is just like you said, it's like 911 to prevent emergencies. It's to basically let these utility operators know that someone wants to dig near their property, near their facilities, and prevent damage to them.
1: So how does this work? Do the contractors that are preparing to dig then dial that number, the 811 number?
0: Yes, what they'll do is they'll dial that number, and then within a specified amount of time, usually it's two or three days, The operator of the different facilities that comes through has to have someone out on the site to actually mark where those facilities are so that the excavator can know to take extra care around where those markings are. And I think everybody's probably seen this in their own neighborhoods. You see the different colored paint lines that are painted on the ground, on the street and up across your lawn. Sometimes they use little flags that they put into the ground. These are these are all ways that the lines are marked and it 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 applies to things like pipelines, the things that our members are very much interested in, but also uh, telecommunications lines, cable lines, electric power lines these are all the sorts of things that are protected by by doing this one call
1: so it 's pretty important for them to call prior to the time that they start digging, otherwise they could disrupt a lot of uh, services I presume that people have
0: that's right. They can disrupt services and can create some some pretty hazardous conditions if you if you hit a gas line, natural gas. Uh, can ignite if enough of it gets out into the air. You want to be careful about uh, operating around these types of lines. And, um, for instance, an electric line that's in the ground. Uh, electric power is, can be dangerous to people. If someone hits an electric line with a shovel, there's a chance of electrocution. So these are the sorts of things we're trying to keep people and communities safe by putting this kind of program in place.
1: You mentioned natural gas pipelines. Let's talk about the nation's overall pipeline network. How extensive is it and what flows through it? It's more than natural gas, isn't it?
0: Sure it is. There's about uh, a little over 2 million miles of pipelines throughout the United States. Uh, The large uh, percentage of those miles is natural gas because you can think about all the little pipelines that run through our communities that deliver natural gas To homes and businesses. But there are also larger transmission pipelines, which move crude oil to refineries from the production areas of the country. There's also uh, refined petroleum products that are moved from the refineries out to the different market areas. And there are chemicals as well that are moved from uh, chemical plants to where they're needed in manufacturing facilities. And of course, there are the large transmission gas pipelines, which move gas from production facilities out into the local market. So there's sort of these uh, very large pipelines that move stuff uh, interstate across the country. And then there are these distribution systems that move mostly the natural gas within our communities. And um, th- th- that's, that's what flows. It's these uh, gasoline, diesel, uh, jet fuel, the things that keep our uh, conveyances moving.
1: Peter, how safe is this network of pipelines? Have studies been conducted on their safety?
0: Yes, studies have been conducted, and the Department of Transportation considers pipelines to be the safest way to move these commodities throughout the country. Just as an example, it would take a constant line of tank trucks, about 750 per day, loading up, moving out every two minutes, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, just to move the volume of even a modest-sized pipeline.
1: Since these pipelines are underground, how are they inspected to ensure that they're safe?
0: Well, there are many different ways to inspect them, but one of the one of the highest tech and most modern ways to look at pipelines is to use what we call smart inspection tools, which are sometimes called small, smart pigs. Uh, these are tools that fit into the pipe and are pushed along by the commodity that's moved through the pipe, and they have tools in them that allow them to examine the uh, the uh, uh, geometry of the pipe. They allow them to look for features like uh, where there's corrosion or where there might be cracks or dents, and these tools then collect this data as they run through the pipeline, and then the operating company working with the tool vendor can then look at the data and say, geez, you know, we see a problem here or there. And they can go back and pinpoint that. They can dig the pipe up if the problem is, looks like it's a big problem and make a repair.
1: How deep are the pipelines, Peter? Uh, what's the likelihood of someone like me digging in a garden and striking something like a pipeline?
0: Well, in general, the, the transmission pipelines that are run through uh, through the country, and even the, even the smaller gas lines that go into houses are anywhere from about three to four feet deep. Um, now, of course, erosion can occur from wind or water, and so sometimes the depth of cover varies. And that's one of the things uh, things that we always want people to, to keep in mind. You might think you have a good three or four feet on a pipeline, but you want to be very careful when you're digging not to assume that you know exactly where it is, even if you kind of know where, where it is. Uh, you don't want to assume you have more cover than you do because you might be surprised, and of course, then you then you run into a problem. You might actually uh, put put a shovel through a, a piece of pipe.
1: Are pipelines marked so consumers and contractors can see basically where they are?
0: The, the larger transmission lines and the main trunk lines that feed natural gas are all marked with markers of various sorts. Uh, you probably notice them in your in your neighborhood again or or in the lo- local parks uh they they usually are are put onto uh stakes that stand up high they clearly identify the marker and what the commodity is and they have emergency numbers on them there are also placards that are embedded in the uh in the uh, uh pavement in in city streets and they mark where major crossings occur on either side of the street uh the the local lines that feed uh houses and businesses are not so readily marked. Those are smaller lines. These are the, the the distribution lines that feed that feed these buildings.
1: What does the industry do, the oil and natural gas industry, to ensure that contractors know exactly where pipelines are located, and and also to encourage them to call 811 before they dig?
0: Well there there are uh, educational materials that go out uh to everybody in a community. They go out to landowners, they go out to excavators in the area, they go out to local public officials like land planners and you know the the local emergency responders to let them know that there are pipelines in the area. But then also the operators uh participate in organizations like the Common Ground Alliance. Common Ground Alliance is a national organization, but they also have state affiliates that increase awareness about uh, safe digging practices. And um, there are also one call centers that operate in many of the areas that take these calls when they come off of a eight one one call. They notify the operator. The operator sends someone out to actually mark the line so that there's a visual clue about where the pipelines are. And that way, when excavators are beginning their their project, they take uh, safe precautions when they start digging around those those markings.
1: And that's very important, obviously, for yes. lots of reasons. Well, as the old saying goes, being forewarned is being forearmed. And, Peter, thank you so much for coming in and joining us today on Energy Tomorrow Radio.
0: Thank you for inviting me in, Jane. Thank you for joining us on Energy Tomorrow Radio, brought to you by the people of America's oil and natural gas industry. For more information about this podcast or to submit questions for future shows, visit energytomorrow.org. That's energytomorrow.org.